Bikini Smith. In 2009, while going through a divorce, I decided to jump straight into entrepreneurship. In 2012, I lost my sister and asked myself, what legacy do I want to leave behind? Since then, I've become a serial entrepreneur, helping other women publish their books, produce their podcasts, and reach their big goals to walk in their greatness. I realized the importance of sharing our stories of resilience and how it can be another's guide to walk in a manner worthy of their calling. We are blessed to be a blessing. So get ready to be blessed with an inspiring testimony. Hey, Faith Walkers. Thank you for joining us in the Awaka Life Stilettos podcast, where we have conversations with amazing women that are letting us step into their shoes. I help women to own their voice so they can create impact, prosperity, and legacy. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but I'm more interested in her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. So today's guest is about to bless us with her testimony. And since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. Today, we have Elizabeth Taylor, who is known professionally as Pureness. She's the founder and owner of Faces by Pureness, a company that focuses on customer service, cleanliness, and talent in the field of beauty. She's earned her certificate in hair, nails, and textured hair. Elizabeth has worked on a spectrum of clients from corporate, weddings, videos, and photo shoots, magazines, international recording artists. Avon Canada, Lionel McQuaid, and even WNBA stars. So please welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Hey there, how are you? Thank you for having me, by the way. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for agreeing to come on and share your story with us. Oh gosh, yeah, for sure. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, this is an absolute pleasure. I mean, we've been connected on social media for years now and I've watched like forever right (laughs) so I've watched you grow I've watched your brand grow you know I've hired you for your services we've had some IG live conversations so it's just about time we've had you on the podcast so thank you for saying yes yeah it it totally it makes sense like and, and I feel like with social media like it's so easy to just stay at that level with so many people I never like progress and it's mm-hmm. so nice that we're actually doing it and it's kind of funny it's happening more so during a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it right? <laughs> I'm all about taking my online connections and taking them offline and getting to know people on a deeper level so there's so many parts of your story that I'm dying to jump into so let's yeah. start from the very beginning before we mm-hmm. get to where you are presently And there's a question that I love to ask every woman that comes on the show, because I believe that as women, we have all these different titles that we go by, but a title that is not given enough significance is our name, because our names have meaning. And I was that kid who grew up hating my name until I, (laughs) well, you know, kids used to make fun of me, bikini, bikini, zucchini, you know, all that good stuff. But as I got older and I started to dig deeper into the meaning of my name and discovered that. It was Swahili for strength of character. And I realized that describes who I am. So there's a lot of women who, whether it be, um, you know, they dislike their name or they don't know the meaning of their name. I would love to know, Elizabeth, do you know what your name means? You know what? I don't really know the exact meaning of my name. I know it has history to it. And it's definitely a well-used name, I believe, even biblically. But I do know for my family that Elizabeth means 
it, it's my ancestry and, and it wasn't given to me in vain. It wasn't given to me because my name's Elizabeth Taylor. It was as everybody seems <laughs> to think for some strange reason. <laughs> but um, no, it's definitely, it means history to me. It's my great grandmother's name. And uh, that was given to me specifically with reason. So that's, that's what it means for me. I love when women are named, like, well, there's, there's history because you're named after someone and someone who yes you hold very dear to your heart because every time your name is said, you may think of that person, right? Yes. Uh, but what I love about understanding the meanings of our name is because that meaning, people are affirming that meaning to you every time they say mm-hmm. your name. So mm-hmm. when I had Googled Elizabeth, it was first known in the Bible. So it's biblical. Right. Um, right. And in Hebrew, it means oath of God or God. Oath of God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank yes. You. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know it meant something. Okay. Yep. Oath of God. God is satisfaction. God is bountiful. God is uh, of plenty. So yes. every time someone says your name, they're declaring that to you. Yes. I love it. I love that. And I, it, it brings all the meaning together with even within what my family holds with it. So it's really cool. That's awesome. Thank you for reminding me that, by the way. <laughs> You're like, so welcome. My memory bank. <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome. So tell us, what did Elizabeth want to be when she was a little girl? Mm. Uh, the one my mom hated me for, uh, <laughs> I wanted to wash cars. There was a gas station next to our condo at the time. And I was like, mommy, I'm going to be the gas station man that washes our car and dries it off. <laughs> okay, like, if okay. You ever, if you ever <laughs> okay, you so tell us, how did you go from wanting to wash cars to getting into the beauty industry? <laughs> right? So, yeah, that was quite a story. I, I definitely did like beauty and it was so, I guess, somewhere woven into me that I liked the beauty industry and what it came with. However, every time I touched on it, I was, I don't know, I was taken aback. It really just kept going in and out of my life for good and bad reasons. One of them being I worked in a aesthetic shop. She didn't seem to really love her stuff, you know, what was going on and she wasn't getting the right amount of income from it to doing it in college and just it not really being a thing. And it just never seemed to stick until I guess at some point I had left and I was working for the government and I was starting to get bookings through myself being on stage in the music industry and people just really loving my look. And it was something that was always commented on when we were being recorded by videographers and everybody, people in the audience. They always really loved my look. And uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of what started happening. People were booking me based on how I looked on stage or whatnot. So it, it just kept happening and, and it just made sense. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So because you're in the beauty industry and we are still a year later in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't believe it. How has this pandemic affected your journey? Has it affected how you serve? Have you had to pivot? How have things been for you? Career-wise, it's been, at first, I really, honestly, I didn't feel the effects of it at all. Uh, The first lockdown, people were still kind of virtually needing services. I was just as busy, if not more, online and and just that way. And then when things opened up just a little bit, people went buck wild. So we were all out on these streets. Um, (laughs) We were masked up, but, you know, that's kind of when it just slowly started getting warmer. And I remember, you know, just having a plethora of photo shoots outside just opening up the trunk of the vehicle and and going on like that. 
However, uh, during this last lockdown, things really slowed down. So I actually had to reassess for myself uh, what I was going to do moving forward. One venture I had that was supposed to happen in 2021 couldn't happen because part of my endeavors were in the United States and I couldn't get access to them. So I had to really rethink. 2021 definitely started out in a different way than I thought it would. And I knew it was going to happen because I I just I couldn't get there at the end of 2020. So I knew I was going to have to rethink things, which kind of affected me personally because I'm really gung-ho when it comes to getting my goals and 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 any aspirations I have going on inside, as I generally do, I'm, I keep it inside. It's always inside. Nobody knows it's going to happen until it drops. I'm just, mm-hmm. I hate disappointing myself and other people. So it was really just inside me. And I had this goal for 2021. It was supposed to drop February and it never happened. And I was like, man, you know, like it's still hitting me. I want this month to be over. <laughs> so I don't have to think that it didn't happen. But um, other than that, honestly, everything has really been great in the general sense, just as my, you know, makeup hair career, I'm still surprised people remember I'm here. There was a time where I was fearful, you know, this pandemic will go so long, people forget that Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's the makeup industry, and they won't care anymore, they would have figured out how to do it on their own, and they won't need us. But every time we open back up, I get the calls and I'm like, oh my goodness, thank goodness, I'm, you know, I'm still here, I'm still popping, I guess. And we have, so I'm going to say maybe 50 to 60% of our listeners are in the U.S. We have listeners here in Canada, we have Australia, Belgium. So, you know, for them to understand, Elizabeth is here in Toronto, Canada with me. Yes. And, you know, we both do a lot of international work. So you do hands-on with, you know, interacting with people's faces and hair. And yeah. Clothes. So our borders are closed. We are not allowed yeah. to travel. We're like <laughs> locked right here. Like, that's it. <laughs> so how do you stay motivated? Oh, uh. I tend to self-motivate. There's not a lot of things that suddenly happen that I need to pull to motivate myself. I self-motivate. I kind of self-heal that people find that weird when I say that. So I don't know if it's actually a thing or if it's just me, but I tend to just self-heal. I just go back inside and I'm good. Like I, I have to turn off the lights. I just have to realign and I'm fine after, you know, even if trauma happens to me, I tend to just re reset and I'm good. So that's my self-motivation. That's what keeps me going through a lot of hard or easy, quick times, you know, and sometimes things come so easily, we question ourselves. So those times I sometimes have to reset too, you know, but that's what I do. I get what you say when you say you have to self-heal. And I think the reason why a lot of people may not understand that Mm -hmm. is because we're so used to, you know, reaching out to doctors and, you know, outside, outside sources. Right. But think of think of this example. If you cut your finger and you go to the doctor, right? Yeah. Who's healing you? Do you heal yourself or is the doctor healing you? Right. It's basically you're healing yourself. <laughs> right. We can heal. We have the ability to we heal do. ourselves. But we, we have really become do. reliant on outside sources. So it Absolutely. sounds as though you may have like specific coping mechanisms that help you like when you said one thing, you said you isolate yourself. Yes, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Just being aware of my feelings. I've been very intuitive. I, I, I'm very serious about anybody that's close to me will know that communication is very serious to me. Don't tell me, well, you know what I meant. No, tell me exactly what you mean to my face and we'll, I, I can heal that way. I can know exactly what you're doing. Don't lie to me. Don't deceive. Just tell me straight to my face in that moment and I can mm-hmm. heal from it. I'll be good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think when we look at the different coping mechanisms that are even recommended by mm-hmm. therapists and things like that, spending a lot of time alone and me as an introvert, I yes. alone. <laughs> yeah, good time, good time. <laughs> but that is how we recharge. That is how yeah. we reset. So to one person who may not understand that, you know, if you're introverted, it's something as simple as alone time being right. alone can help you to recharge and reset. Exactly, exactly, which is the pandemic was kind of the blessing for that. I mean, I helped myself reset. Things are changing in my life and people were shocked. Like, okay, these 50, 11 things just happened in your life and you're here somehow thriving more than other people. I was like, I, I can't explain it. There, there are no words for me to explain it to you. It's just within, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So what inspires you the most about what you do? Mm, the smiles. It's like when I see someone that's like super happy after or... You know, even just the little, and not even testimonials online, but just like little personal things where they send me the selfie. I know that's like them being so (laughs) excited about how they looked. And, you know, um, the other day I got another colleague and she's an old colleague of mine. Well, I shouldn't say old. She's a long time colleague of mine. (laughs) And it's just crazy because she's in the industry too. And she was sending me these selfies of her before she goes to bed because she was scared to like wash it off. She's like, I wish it could last. So it's just those little things that I'm like, they're super happy. And hours later, you know, I've left, I've gone home, I've taken care of my household and they're still just excited about this makeup. That's definitely the key. That's it for me. I love that. And I love that for so many different reasons, because in the work that I do, a lot of clients that come to me are women that have, you know, lack of self-confidence or, Mm -hmm. you know, they have issues believing in themselves and all those things. And I say this all the time, but we have two self-images. We have the one Mm -hmm. on the outside, you know, how we look, how we walk, how we talk. And then we have the one on the inside of how we really feel about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves on the inside. If someone has the ability to make us feel good on the outside, whether that be a makeup artist, a plastic surgeon, a hairdresser, what have Mm -hmm. you, that can, it's surprising me, but it can change how a person feels about themselves on the inside. It can make someone feel beautiful. It can make them feel important. It can make them feel amazing so the fact that you're able to do that you know every single day in in your job is beautiful it yeah that like I wouldn't need anything beyond that people are like do you need any hobbies I'm like no trust me this is my hobby this is my fun time (laughs) like it's everything (laughs) wow okay speaking of beautiful okay so I have I have always thought you were beautiful okay but I have never I'm going to say openly address the elephant in the room because I realized, (laughs) (laughs) like I said, I've been connected to you for a long time. I have watched your journey. And, you know, how do I say this? Because I always think you're beautiful. I I never want to point out something in someone to make them feel like, well, was I not? beautiful book. Right. You know, so, I know exactly what you mean by that. Okay, for sure. I got it. So I have seen you release a significant amount of weight. Yes. And I I want to congratulate you on that. Yes. And I have yes. like I said, the reason why I haven't said anything about it before. But I want you to share with the listeners mm-hmm. how much weight you've lost and what that journey has been like for you. That's amazing. And thank you for saying it in that term, in those terms too, because I know uh, maybe I don't want to date myself incorrectly, but I think it was close to 15 years ago. I had kind of, you know, released a bit of weight then. And I remember one of the things people saying is like, oh, you're so pretty. And I remember that going in my head saying, well, was I not always pretty? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it mm-hmm. does, it does go in the conscious. 
but um, thank you for saying that. And yes, I have released 200 pounds in total. And wow. it's just incredibly different. The first process happened because of some major trauma. And I, I finally started getting back to myself. And like I said, the self-healing, because I wasn't allowing myself to do that during those times. I was pouring myself into someone else. Mm -hmm. And when I finally decided, hold on, it's time for me to do this for me. I'm not going to go in the dark and, you know, maybe cry in a corner about this person. I'm actually going to just release my pain for myself. Mm -hmm. And I allowed myself to care enough about myself to give myself that time. And that, yeah, I said a lot of myself there, but that it was time. When that happened, the weight just started dropping and I, it was slow. It was very slow because I, it wasn't intentional. It was, it was just what was naturally happening because I was allowing myself to breathe again. Then the pandemic happened and everything shifted in my family and things were happening. I had also moved. And at that point it was like, let me just research something. I don't know what came across me. I was like, I'm just going to go on YouTube. I'm going to research something. And I started researching about my health and certain things that were happening to my body. And I realized that there were these set ways that I could, you know, take care of my eating habits and the right times to eat. And slowly you just start going down the little rabbit hole of like, you know, the fad diets and I lost 50 pounds in one second. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I tried to skip over that stuff, get through the fluff and actually learn about my health. And I was realizing some of the things that were happening to me, you know, and, and, and why they were happening. So once I started digging into that, I really started sitting there and I was like, okay, so maybe I should be eating this instead of that, this instead of that. And maybe I should work out like this instead of that way that I was doing. And everything literally dropped off. And it's been a year in. And within that year, I think I lost over a hundred pounds. Like just really quickly. I I don't know if that's quickly. I know I've heard people say it before, but for me, I I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be pre-high school weight, you know, like this is crazy, you know? Congratulations. Like I have goosebumps right now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I haven't really released my story properly because I haven't figured out how I want to really do it. But I know I was like, I'm going to do a video or I'm going to do something on some platform. And I'm just like, when's the right time? Maybe like the sun will shine on me one day and I'll be like, ta-da, today's the day, we'll see. (laughs) Like that is incredible on so many different levels. You know, there are people that are struggling to lose 10 pounds. You lost 200 pounds, okay? Right, right. Um, And you, I want to say, even in how you've explained your process. It started with you going through trauma and then you had to release your pain and then you're looking into basically, you know, lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. You found healthy ways to live and then you ended up losing a hundred pounds in a year. Right. Exactly. 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 Like my, my, my mind right now is going. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. And I still don't recognize myself and and not even just the reflection in the mirror, my spirit. Gosh. And when I really think back to some moments I had and like, it was just, you know, life was just a dark place. And I'm just like, my goodness, like, no, I can't believe I went from there to here. It's amazing. And it feels great. I am so darn proud of you. Like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Not me clapping. I, I mean, like I said, I've watched you and I've seen you transition and, you know, my jaw has been on the floor and I want to pick it up. But I honestly believe in, I don't like to plant the wrong seeds in people. So even how I right. 
asked you that when I said that, you know what I mean? Because yeah, like you said, someone said something like that to you before and it could make you feel like, was I not, you know, pretty before. Yeah. Like, so what? it was almost yeah. like my brain was trying to basically find the most compassionate way. Yes. Compassionate. <laughs> That's the word. That is it. Yeah. I, I prefer to lead with empathy. So I was trying to yeah. find the most compassionate way to even have this conversation about your health yeah. journey because I have been looking at you girls saying, dang, I need to know, like, I'm not trying to lose any weight, but I need to know because I need to tell the world, like, your story is incredible. Thank you. And uh, people have been in the DMs. And I said, the day I finally tell somebody or or, like kind of actually make it public, I'll put it that way. It's just going to be so interesting to see people's reactions because they've been seeing it. So that's Mm -hmm. what's so funny to me. I'm like, these people are going to be like, "Mm -hmm, I done knew it. Because they've been in the DMs. What are you doing? Tell me. Can you send me a video of what you eat? Can you do, you know, I've been really answering people's mm-hmm. questions. And uh, funny enough, I actually just recently created a Facebook page for that reason. Uh, and slowly I'm going to make that public too. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Let me know when it's public and I can continue sure. to share that for you. Thank you. Like, <laughs> you know, even when you spoke a moment ago about trauma and having to you know make time for yourself and do those things like you know I lost almost 200 pounds myself you know but in the sense of releasing another human being right so we've we've had these conversations yeah so I would love to know what advice would you give to another woman that is either looking to release her pain or to lose weight Ooh. um be ready, be mentally ready, because I've seen so many people start the journey and see results. And unfortunately, they weren't mentally ready. And I heard another guy say that, you know, it doesn't matter if you do with your mental first. And honestly, as a woman, I have to say that's actually the very first step. I honestly don't think you should do anything before getting your mind in a place that is just at least settled. If nothing else, you know, I'm not saying beyond a hundred, but at least settled and don't be in a negative, you know, just to make sure that you're good to go moving forward. Because I've seen so many women start the journey, not be able to finish or unfortunately go backwards and it destroys them. Like Mm -hmm. it, it destroys them and makes their life much much worse. And of course you can also cause physical issues with your body. You know, there's other things that come along with that health wise, making sure you're, you're good and you go to your doctor and everything's checked out and, and you're safe to do whatever regimen you plan on doing with your health journey is also key, but make sure your mind is, is ready. Uh, don't lie to yourself. Do not lie to yourself and say, yeah, you know, like whatever, I'm going to be cute. I'm going to be snatched by summer. And you know, you have some goal cause you have a wedding to go to, please don't do it for that. Don't do it. You're not, if that's the reason you're not ready. You know, I love that you said that as Mm -hmm. the main point, because this is something that I have tried to speak on, especially when I'm speaking on other people's platforms, because our minds are programmed, right? All the results that we have right now in our life, where we are right now, our size, all these things, it's programmed. It's based on our programming. It's in our mind. It's like the thermostat in your house, right? Yeah. It's at, at a certain temperature to get certain results. And unfortunately, when a lot of people pursue losing, whether it be losing weight or getting physically fit, they focus on results for a specific thing. Yeah. So, for example, they just say, you know what, I want to, I don't know, they, they want to be a, a certain weight or they want yeah. to lose a certain weight. 
but your mind is programmed mm-hmm. for safety and it's programmed to find anything that it loses. So oh, yes, that too. if you do not reprogram your mind first, then you will fall back on it is so true. that health journey. Yeah. So looking at the identity of who you want to become and recreating that image of yourself. Exactly. If exactly. you are solely focused on what you need to do to, to gain 10 pounds for, or to, sorry, to lose, sorry, I'm, I'm looking the opposite way for myself. Right, right. All good, <laughs> <to> all good. <laughs> if you're looking to lose 10 pounds for, you know, an event or something. Right. Right after that event, and this happened to my ex-husband where he, okay. he lost 50 pounds for the wedding and then okay. he bounced back up and gained like 80 pounds right after because oh, it, the mental wasn't there. And you're just like, well, I did it. So let's go. Let's go to the barbecue tonight. Let's let's do this. Let's eat some fries. You know, like that's what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So before we go to the final segment, I want you to tell people where they can stay connected with you online. Sure. Okay. Online, pretty much all the socials. Yeah, I believe all the socials are Faces by Pureness. F-A-C-E-S-B-Y. P-U-R-E-N-E-S-S. And the website is facesbypureness.com. And basically you can find everything there in one hub. And yeah, I think that's it. Perfect. So I will have all those links directly in the detailed section so they can just click and connect with you. They don't have to search too far. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So the final part of the show, I call it a walk in her wisdom. And basically it's a couple of reflection questions. It's almost like a rapid fire so I'll ask some questions and you can give either one word or one sentence, whatever comes to mind. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Name a book that has changed or greatly impacted your life. Ooh, a deviant way. <laughs> mm. What's that about? It's like a murder kill sexual mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to know how that's impacted your life? Please don't ask me. I don't want to incriminate you. Anyone who wants to like learn about me, do not read the book. (laughs) Okay. What new belief, behavior, or habit has improved your life in the last five years? I guess, because as you said, five years, I was like, wait, would that make sense? But I guess, as I mentioned, just allowing myself to bring back my natural self-healing, as we mentioned earlier. So I believe that's within somewhere around the last five years that I really allowed myself to go back there. So I'll say that that behavior and just physical movement as well has has been has been it. What have you become better at saying no to in the last five years? Anybody coming in my space. Love it. Mm-hmm. What do you wish women would do more of? <sighs> respect each other Mm. what one thing that most people don't know about Elizabeth I'm goofy (laughs) (laughs) okay and last but not least if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say and why pureness is she and why is because a lot of people don't know me or pureness, and they kind of get us mixed up. We are one, we are an entity. However, we're two very separate beings. And a lot of people only get to meet one or the other. But pureness is she kind of does kind of bring it back to pureness is Elizabeth, but uh, you got to get to know me to really get it. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for sharing your incredible story with us. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Wow. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. We're going to have to do a part two. Oh, for sure. I'm here for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And to all of you faith walkers out there, until next time, make sure you subscribe on all platforms. And don't forget to rate the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can join the community of faith walkers and sign up for our weekly newsletter at awalkinmystilettos.com. And you can grab one of my personal development books available online everywhere. And if you can think of one person that would receive value from hearing Elizabeth's story, please share it with them. Don't forget, screenshot this week's episode and you can tag us on Instagram. You can tag Elizabeth at Faces by Pureness and you can tag myself at The Real McKinney Smith and continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling. 